0: For your career, who do you go to for help and support? Help comes in many forms and from various sources. Some help you can get for free and some will cost money. I recommend utilizing the free resources when appropriate and for as many things as you can. And it's important to know that free resources may only get you so far depending on what your goals and challenges are. I've seen many women get stuck in their career or with a situation at work because they kept going back to the people in their life who will offer their help for free, but who don't have the expertise to guide this woman through her challenge effectively. Knowing whom you can go to for what will save you time and energy and not put any undue pressure on those in your support system who want to help but can't give you what you need. This episode will cover the types of help you can receive in your career for free and how to utilize those people. If you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn. I'm an executive leadership coach, speaker, and author. I am the current president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference. I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills that allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who are preparing for the next one. It is my belief that for more women to hold positions of senior leadership, there are challenges at the individual and organizational level that need to occur. Not only do women need to be trained and coached on how to operate at these levels of leadership, organizations need to change their paradigm of how the work gets done and what supports are in place for leaders to do their job. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search for Jody Flynn. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. You'll see the follow button is prominent on my profile, but if you click on the more button to the right, you'll find the option to connect. Click on that and be sure to add a note to the invitation letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. The first two helpers I'm going to cover are relationships and your personal life, but the people in these capacities can be very helpful to you when you're facing challenges at work. The first is family. Your family is likely a big part of your support system, and it's okay if they're not. Everyone's family is different, and different dynamics play out in every family. If family is a part of your support system, they can give you the emotional support and unconditional love you need to get through many challenging situations. I know for me, just knowing my family will be there if ever I need them gives me a confidence that I often take for granted in that I don't think or worry about it. It's just there. And if you have this, you know it's amazing. The thing with family is, they often get stuck seeing you through the eyes of family. If it's an older family member, they may not be able to get past seeing you as much younger than you currently are and may not realize how competent and capable you are. Family also tends to have their own ideas of what they think is best for you, how they want you to fit into their life and are usually happy to tell you what you should do. Our families want us to be safe, happy, and healthy, and they usually have a notion of what you need to do to be safe, happy, and healthy, and that may not mesh with your personality or, and preferences or how you want to live your life. Also, most of our families could not accurately tell another person what it is we do for work. Have you ever heard your family, a family member, describe what you do to another person? They may get a good amount right, but in my experience, there's always a portion of what they say that I cringe over, and I'm like, that's not what I do, or it just gives an impression that's not completely accurate. What you need to understand about your family is their function is to love you unconditionally. And it doesn't truly matter to them what's going on for you at work. As long as you're doing well, that's what's most important to them. When you try to lean on family too much for support in your work life, the wires can get crossed and you and your family member may be left feeling frustrated. Given all of this, family tends to be great to go to for unconditional love and cheerleading, but may not have the best perspective to help you navigate all your career challenges. If there is someone in your family who truly understands what you do and can understand the challenges you're facing, they're great to go to. But, you know, keep in mind, not every family member is going to fit that description. Next is your friends friends are priceless. Your friends want the best for you no matter what is going on in their own life. They are on your side and sometimes loyal to a fault. These are the people you can say anything to. You share interests so they are your companions in exploring the world and who you want, are in the world, who you want to be in the world, and they are your shoulders you cry on, and they are literally or figuratively jumping up and down with you when there's something to celebrate. Because your friends are not cut up in a family identity, friends have more space for you to explore who you want to be in the world within limits. A mature friendship is not only based on shared interests, but shared values. You may notice that you drift away from friendships when it becomes apparent that you don't hold the same core things as important or core values. You'll also quickly become friends with those who do share your highest values. Because of your shared values, interests, and worldview, you can bring all your work drama and challenges to your friends. As a pair or in a group, you can dissect the situation and come up with perspectives, theories, and strategies for handling a work situation. However, friends may have a hard time remaining objective and trying to see things from the point of view of all the parties involved in your challenge. They can absolutely offer their perspective, which can be helpful, but they will only be able to offer further assistance to the level that they are trained or have expertise in the area that you're needing help. Also, friends may be hesitant to point out where you are contributing to the challenge. They may worry that they'll hurt your feelings or fear you'll bring that type of critique to their challenges. We are often accepting of others' behavior to the extent that we don't want to be called out on our own behavior. (laughs) We may not want to point out to a friend that they are being too demanding or rigid for fear they'll call us out when we are being too demanding or rigid. We are constantly writing and rewriting the unspoken rules in our friendships. If you are blessed with a friend who is a great listener, can remain objective when you are talking about your challenges, who can be kindly honest with you, and has expertise in the area you are looking for help, wonderful. If your friend lacks any or all of those attributes, I'm sure they'll want to do what they can to help you because they love you, but they may not be able to give you everything that you need. There's so much that can be gained by listening to what another woman is going through and to understanding the strategy she will implement to overcome any challenges she's faced with. For this reason, I would like to begin recording and releasing on-air coaching calls on this podcast. If you are a woman leader who has been promoted or taken on a new role in the last year, I invite you to apply to be on the Women Taking Lead podcast. You will be completely anonymous, so you won't need to worry about anyone you work with listening to you talk about your challenges. This is an opportunity for you to get insights and strategies to overcome any challenges you've been faced with at work. And the other women listening to your episode will learn from your experience and gain insights that they can apply at work you can find the link that will take you to the application in the episode description in your podcast app or at the bottom of the episode page on the Women Taking the Lead website. I would love for you to come on the podcast to have a conversation and see what we can do to help you overcome whatever challenges you're facing right now. The next two free helpers you want to be aware of are mentors and sponsors, and both focus on your professional development. A mentor is a more senior or a higher performing person who can convey information about their own career path as well as provide guidance, motivation, and emotional support. The purpose of mentoring is to transfer existing knowledge, skills, experience, and sometimes the contacts of the mentor to quickly advance your skills, business acumen, and your network. A mentor may help with exploring careers, setting goals, networking, and identifying resource. It's great to have a role model who has been there and done that and will show you the way. And for many people in the later stages of their career, they have a yearning to pass on their knowledge and know-how To those who are coming up behind them, they gain a lot of satisfaction and esteem from this role. So there's a benefit to them. It's a reciprocal relationship. Personally, I've never had a formal mentor, but there were many, many, many people who unofficially took on this role with me. And that leads me to say, you don't have to necessarily announce this relationship and call it what it is. If there is someone with more experience that you reach out to regularly to get their perspective and guidance, they are acting as your mentor. And you may have multiple people in your life currently who act in this role for you. If you are looking for someone to commit to this role, and will be willing to commit to opening up to you about their experiences on a regular and consistent basis, then you may want to ask the other person if they are open to mentoring you and committing to that role. Some companies even have programs to match their high potential employees with a mentor. These programs usually have mixed results because there needs to be a certain chemistry between a mentor and their mentee protege. Mutual respect Trust and caring are needed to make this relationship work. Additionally, you want to choose a mentor who is gone where you want to go, so to speak. If you want mentoring on how to be a CFO someday, you want to talk to someone who is or has been a CFO. If you want to start a nonprofit, you're looking for a mentor who has done that. A bit of wisdom that floats around entrepreneurial circles is to only take advice from someone who has done what it is that you want to do. That person could be your mentor. While a mentor can share their own personal experience, introduce you to their network, and give you guidance and emotional support, they may not have the ability to help you explore strategies and paths that they have not taken themselves. The path they took to get where they are may not work for you. The current workplace environment may look different from when they were at your stage in their career. Also, if you are a woman of color, LGBTQ, or have a disability, etc., and your mentor is not, they may not be able to guide you through some specific challenges that you are having because they do didn't have that experience and may be unaware of all the dynamics involved. Overall, mentors are amazing and hugely helpful in your career. You just need to be aware of any possible limitations and again, not put undue burdens on your mentor. Lastly, sponsors. A sponsor is a person in your workplace who has authority or influence they can use to help you in your career development or advancement. I'm thinking of the song from Hamilton, The Room Where It Happens, which is one of my favorite songs from that show. (laughs) The sponsor is the person in the room where it happens who can open up opportunities for you. I think that's the reason why I love the song. I want to be the person in the room where it happens. That has been true always in my career. A sponsor is usually at the executive level in an organization and has the sway to get you a hand up to a higher level in the company. The sponsorship relationship can include talking to you about job opportunities you may not have thought of or even knew about, nominating you for projects, and advocating for you to other senior leaders or decision makers. This may seem to you like it's a one-way relationship, but sponsors do have a stake in the game. They may be looking for someone who can impact a particular team or project and or have an effect on the company revenues. If a sponsor advocates for you and you meet or exceed all expectations on that particular project or in that particular role, they can gain more esteem and trust from their peers or leaders, which pays off in their own career. In this relationship, your performance reflects on the sponsor, so keep that in mind. They are staking their reputation on you. If you look good, they look good, and the benefits of that can continue to come your way. Sponsorships are especially beneficial to women and people of color who typically struggle with advancement. Having someone in your corner who is intentionally and actively bringing you to the attention of decision makers increases your odds of being selected for key projects and promotions. The best way to find a sponsor is to build a solid reputation at your company. Sponsors will seek out high potential employees who show initiative, hard work, and determination to succeed. Show that you're a high performer by asking to be on projects that showcase your strongest skills. Volunteering for additional roles, such as getting involved in employee resource groups, can also help bring you to the attention of potential sponsors. It's important to stand out from your coworkers. Okay, sponsors are clutch. And if your goal is advancement, sponsors are a great support that doesn't cost you any money. Now, keep in mind... This relationship is limited because your sponsor may not be available to help you with all of your challenges. Some challenges maybe, if your challenge is getting in the way of their goals as well, then they might be willing to offer some additional assistance. But for the most part, a sponsor assumes you are actively developing yourself as a leader and getting the support that you need for that elsewhere. Whether you seek out a mentor a sponsor, or both depends on the goals you have and the challenges you are facing. In next week's episode, I'll be covering who your paid helpers are, because sometimes the help you need is not the kind of help your free helpers can provide for you. If you are interested in finding out more about my process, the cost of coaching, or how to ask your employer to pay for you to work with a coach, schedule a time to chat with me. You can find that link in the episode description. If you're listening through a mobile device, that link will be in your podcast app. If you're listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be toward the bottom of the episode webpage. There's also a link in there to access a checklist that will help you to prepare to ask your company to sponsor you to work with a coach if that's an avenue you want to go down. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success.